welcome back to the Binge Eating Dietitian podcast. My name is Joe. I am a registered dietitian and the whole purpose of you being here is to smash the taboo of binge eating. So delighted to have you on board with that. In today's episode, I am going to be sharing with you the advice that I would give to my younger self, to the old me who was struggling with binge eating and didn't have a clue how to get out of it. I talk more about my personal journey with binge eating back in episode one and in the episode that I did regarding loneliness and binge eating. I can't remember what number it was, but I will link it in the show notes. So if you're interested, go and check out those two episodes. It was seven years ago that I struggled with this and you would be surprised. Back then, there wasn't half as much talk about binge eating or disordered eating or any other eating disorder that wasn't the ones that are listed in the DSM-5. There certainly were not as many Instagram pages or podcasts talking about this kind of thing. So I didn't really have anywhere to turn to. Plus, I just qualified as a dietitian. So I had so much shame and guilt around my relationship with food. I was appalled that somebody who was able to call themselves a dietitian and that was their full-time job to not actually know how to feed themselves well. That was just insane to me and I, I really couldn't speak openly about it then. Even if I had resources to turn to, even if I had somebody that I could talk to about it, I'm not sure that I would because of that shame and guilt. And when I look back at that young early 20s girl, I really pity her. I really feel sorry for her because what she was experiencing was something so common, something so everyday, yet it was the shame that was surrounding the whole picture of me being a dietitian and I was supposed to know what I was talking about, but yet could not even feed myself well. So when I look back, I really feel sorry for her. And I just wanted to offer this episode in case you are going through this acute stage of binge eating right now. So these are my words to you. You know, with my episodes, I'm always saying, come say hi to me on Instagram or drop me an email. Let me know that you're enjoying the podcast. But I know that the great majority of you don't ever reach out. And you might even be afraid to follow me on Instagram because you don't want your friends or family to see that you're following somebody called the binge eating dietitian. So if that is you right now and you've not reached out to say hi and you're kind of lurking, you listen to the podcast when you get a private moment, just want to say hey and that I see you. And if I were you back when I was binge eating, I would have done the exact same thing. I would have been too scared to openly show that I am taking on information about binge eating. So there's no pressure. You don't have to say hi. I know that you are sending your love through the airwaves. Just my usual disclaimer before I get into it, don't take any healthcare advice from this podcast. It is just for education and entertainment purposes only. Always seek individualized support from your doctor, your nurse, or your dietitian. And remember, you can work with me on a one-to-one basis. Podcasts are great. They're brilliant for sharing information, but there's nothing like working with a professional to get through your binge eating. If you feel ready to leave binge eating in the past, I am going to help you do that. So don't hesitate. 
reach out today. You can book a free 15-minute, no-obligation introduction, and I can tell you all about how I am going to help you stop binge eating. All right, let's get into today's episode. Here are my advice that I would give to my younger self. The first thing is that hating your body is a long game. When you start to hate your body, when you start to want to change your body, when you start to consider your very first diet, I just want you to know that that is not a temporary measure. This is going to last forever. Once you start hating your body, there is really no going back until you take the conscious action to find body positivity and body love again. You think that your body just needs to be fixed. And once you do a diet or you start incorporating regular exercise, that your body is going to change. And all of a sudden, you are going to love it. And that's going to last forever. That is a total lie. Once you start hating your body, that just continues. If you're dissatisfied with it now at age 22, you are going to be even more dissatisfied with it at age 25 and onwards. Please just don't go there. Look at yourself. You're still a cherub. You're still a young adult. Your body that you have now is great. Look at all that it does for you. Look at all the amazing things that you've achieved so far and you're only 22. I'm pleading with you, please can you just put off hating on your body until you're at least a little bit older? Can you just enjoy some time of being okay with your body? Because I'm telling you now, older you is telling you now that your body now is fine. I know that you're feeling pressure to change it. I know that it feels like everybody else is losing weight and living their best selves, but I promise you, it really is all BS. You're a smart person. You have so much more going for you than just how you look. Please could you just get your head around just not starting to hate yourself and hate how you look now. Just let yourself to have fun. That's what your early 20s are for. And if you still feel dissatisfied with your body when you're a little bit older, well, we'll talk then. But for now, can you just accept yourself, please? The second piece of advice is just FYI. You see the way you're trying to control every little thing that you eat and you're inputting it all into my fitness pal. Well, I hate to tell you, but doing that is probably contributing greatly to your binge eating. It's the control around food that is causing you to binge, not the food itself. It makes complete sense that when you have a binge, that your automatic response is, okay, I need to control my food even better because I'm doing something wrong here. I know that that makes complete sense and it does logically, even me saying it out loud now, many years later, just it sounds like it would make sense. The thing is though, that's not what is going on here. It is you trying to have such control over every single little bite that you put in your mouth that is setting up this mindset of deprivation and restriction. And it's that that's causing you to binge. It's not that you are lacking control or willpower. You have tons of that. 
but it's that that's the problem. A good relationship with food is like a good relationship with anybody. And you know that when you are in um, a really needy relationship, a really toxic relationship where you're trying to control the other person or they're trying to control you, it just doesn't work out. You don't feel at peace. You don't feel at ease unless you are in a constant state of knowing what they're doing, knowing exactly who they're with or where they are, right? It is a similar thing with your relationship with food. It needs to be dynamic. And one thing that is missing from toxic relationships with people and toxic relationships with food is the element of trust. You are not trusting yourself around food. You think that you have to control every little thing that you eat. And if you don't, you're just going to go crazy and eat everything. I need you to trust that that is not the case. You have had a quote-unquote normal relationship with food before and you can have one again, but it's not going to happen unless you instill trust in yourself. So I want you, young Joe, to look in the mirror and say to yourself, I trust you. I trust you. I trust my body. I trust that I know what is best for me. You can start doing this by being true to yourself. So right now, you're trying to eat foods that aren't really your kind of foods. You're trying to be super healthy, eating tons and tons of fruit and veg. But is that really you? Have you ever done that and done it naturally and had it feel good in your body? No, you really haven't. So how about you start off by checking in with what your favorite foods actually are? What foods do you genuinely like? And then compare that to the foods that you are eating now. Are the two lists quite different? Yes, of course they are. Now ask yourself, why are you eating these foods from the second list? What is your motivation for that? I know you're just doing it because you think that you need to be healthier and you think that just because you're a dietitian that you should be eating a particular way. Stop. I know you just qualified, so you might know this yet, but there is not one type of eating, there's not one diet that is the best, that's good for everybody. Different people like different foods, and that is how it's supposed to be. Sure, you can include some fruit and veg in your diet. There are some fruit and vegetables that you do like, so go to town on them. But don't be eating foods that you don't even enjoy. It's a losing game because you're going to do it for a while and then you're going to stop because who wants to be eating foods that they don't even like? I trust you that if you just let yourself to eat foods that you genuinely like, you will get a pretty good variety in there, a pretty good balance of all foods. Please trust yourself. And finally, the last piece of advice is for the even younger me. Going back to when I was about, I think about 14 or 15, I really looked up to this nutritionist on TV. And if you were around in the early 2000s in the UK or Ireland, you will remember Gillian McKeith. Some people ask what made me want to be a dietitian. And I have to just be completely honest and say, I really looked up to her. 
I thought that she was the queen of using nutrition and plants and all these superfoods, which of course is a total BS term now, but I only know that now. And I thought she was the queen of using these foods to improve people's health and well-being. And I really appreciated that. Looking back now, I feel so cringy even admitting that because if you don't know this, her qualifications as a doctor were found to be false. She's not a qualified nutritionist. We're not rooted in evidence-based science. So I was looking up to a quack and everything that she represents in the shows back then was all this wellness and been healthful and as I said, superfoods. That's all the stuff that I can't stand now. So to even think that she contributed somewhat to me wanting to become a dietitian really makes me cringe, as I said. So yeah, the quicker that you find out what real evidence-based nutrition is and that it's not all holistic and wellnessy and steeped in fat phobia and diet culture, the quicker you learn that, the better. All right, just to recap on those pieces of advice again, the advice I would give my younger self, the first thing is that hating on your body is a long game. So if you start it now, you're probably going to hate your body forever. Please just appreciate how you look now. And, you know, if you still hate yourself in years to come, well, we can talk about that then. Controlling what you eat to the nth degree is worsening your binge eating. You need to learn to trust yourself. You have plenty of willpower. You have plenty of motivation. This isn't an issue of that. What is happening here is that you don't trust yourself to give yourself foods that you actually like. So please lose the control. And the third thing is be careful who you look up to. Please take your information about nutrition and health from reputable sources, people with qualifications, with registrations. You can trust those people. You can trust people who go around swanning qualifications that are false. So just be careful who you look up to. You know, I've only shared three pieces of advice that I would give to my younger self, but there is so much more. So if you want me to do another episode with more advice I'd give to my younger self, then please do let me know. And I hope that you benefit from this no matter what age you are. The early 20s was the time that I really struggled and it is a very popular time when people develop disordered eating. But you and I both know it can happen at any age. So even if you are just starting to struggle in your 40s or 50s, that's okay. It's okay to struggle. It's okay to need help at any age. All right, that brings me to the end of today's episode. If you enjoyed it, I'd be so grateful if you could leave me a review and a rating on iTunes. If you have done so already, thank you so much. I have read them all and it just warms my heart. So it means a lot. Thank you very much for that. And remember, if you are ready to stop binge eating, why are you waiting around? Reach out to me now and we'll get set up with one-to-one coaching. I do a package of eight sessions and I can promise you in eight sessions time, you will be in a different place than you're in now. There is a link in the show notes where you can get more information and book a free introductory call with me. So please don't hesitate, book your appointment and I really look forward to meeting you. 
All right. I will see you in the next episode. Until then, please take care of yourself. And if you used to struggle with binge eating, I would love to know what advice you'd give to your younger self. So let me know. Send me a DM on Instagram. I'm at binge.eating.dietitian. Mm-hmm.